The Economist magazine just released its list of the world's most expensive cities. We told you about it yesterday. And some of us here were a little surprised to see two Australian cities cracking the top ten, Sydney and Melbourne. But the world's Jason Margolis wasn't shocked. That's because he recently visited both cities and experienced a little sticker shock. I landed in Melbourne and took a 25-minute cab ride to my hotel. I sat in the back seat and watched the meter with part horror and part fascination. At the end of the ride, the tab was 72 American dollars. No more Australian cabs for me. I rented a car. It cost me $50 for overnight parking at my hotel. I met freelance journalist Mel Campbell for coffee in Melbourne, an expensive cup of coffee, and asked her how she deals with Australia's rising prices. I don't know. They gradually go up, but you just kind of become resigned to that. Resigned to that? I just paid 25 bucks for an average burger the night before, which, to be fair, was massive. But Campbell and I were looking at things very differently. I was paying through the nose because my American dollar only goes about half as far as it did a decade ago. If she were to visit me in Boston, things would seem pretty affordable to her. Other countries' economies being depressed is a good thing for us because now it's a national sport to to see how far above the U.S. dollar we are. Right now, one Australian dollar gets you a dollar and one cent in American currency. It was a big moment about 15 months ago when the Australian dollar broke the American one dollar barrier. We're all like, parody, parody! (laughs) So while Campbell can enjoy a guilt-free burger in Melbourne, many American and European and Japanese tourists can't. Australian airliner Qantas said this week that it's cutting routes to Australia from international destinations, including Los Angeles and London. The company said there's been a softening of demand from foreign locations. Still, according to the Australian government, tourism from the U.S., Germany and France was only modestly off last year. A lot of our visitors don't know how much the Australian dollar's worth before they come. Carl Flowers has worked in the Australian tourism industry for 22 years. We met for lunch in Sydney. He says once tourists arrive, they adapt. They might still come to Australia, but they mightn't stay as long, or they might downgrade their accommodation and the amount of shopping they do. The Chinese aren't worried about Australia's high prices, though. Tourism from China was up 20% last year. For the cost-conscious who still want to take in Australia's splendor, I asked Flowers, how do you get around paying 50 bucks for a parking spot or 25 for a burger? Those sort of stories exist, and... I think it's, it's the nature of the savvy consumer. The people who are here and travel independently, um, if they're here for a short period, it's tough to find out some of the, the secret tricks that Australians use to minimise their spending. I get it. I'm not savvy. Flowers gave me some insider tips, though. For starters, he took me to the Barbecue King, a restaurant in Sydney's Chinatown that didn't look so appetising from the outside. But it was reasonably priced, and the food was fantastic. I also ditched my rental car and started taking trains, trams, and buses, which are excellent, by the way. Still, even if you dump your rental car, Australia still isn't cheap, even for the locals. Sociologist Bob Burrell at Monash University in Melbourne said consider housing in Australia's major cities. Prices have reached the point where they're no longer affordable for the average aspiring first-home buyer. And that that is seen as a major threat to life as we understand it in Australia. Australians are paying for their prosperity in other ways too. 
Again, freelance journalist Mel Campbell. I think Australia has always had this reputation of being a laid-back kind of country that value uh, leisure time. But paradoxically, we work insane hours. So we have, on one hand, a culture that suggests that we should be going to the beach, playing football, what have you. But um, what we're actually doing is working like dogs. Though a recent study suggests that Americans still work longer hours. So do a lot of people from other countries. And the problems in Australia, adapting to a new life of riches, that's a problem that most of us would love to have. And as a tourist, you do pay a lot, but Australia is still a pretty fantastic place to visit. Just don't rent a car, or park that car, or order a burger, or order a coffee. For the world, I'm Jason Margolis.